Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break. I may have yeah. to use that Hubbub, one. Hubbub's creating a dither. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to welcome everybody to number 47 or 48 of the uh, Santa Cruz podcast. And uh, we have a really special treat today with Adam Crom and Richard Hoover. And Adam's going to talk to us about his uh, new uh, guitar there off to his right. And... Uh, some other stuff and i'm sure richard's going to help with a little bit on how that guitar works so uh, welcome adam welcome. well thank you very welcome, much adam. well thank you so much for having me and we uh, are more than more than happy i'm i'm delighted to be here and and honored to have the great richard hoover with us um so um i i was asked if i wanted this beautiful guitar and so Santa Cruz sent it up to me to try out. And um, I have to say, I just really fell for it. It was, it's, um, it's an exquisite piece of, of musical machinery that happens to be beautiful as well. Um, just, I, it's, uh, and it's a great compliment to my OM pre-war, which is, this is kind of, I'm, this is sort of my special home. I keep at home and, and, you know, play jam with friends you know, might drag it out, but um, this has sort of been my working axe, and I've got I've got some electronics in it. But this is just there's something just so special about this instrument. Um, the just the overtones I get. You know, let me just. I I don't know if this will even um, well, translate on Zoom, but like just you play a single chord. <laughs> Yeah, that translates. Uh, so so just, before you go further, tell us what you have there, though. So this is the HT-13. Okay. Uh, and it's got the mahogany back and sides and the, the redwood top, uh, the slotted headstock. Um, I love these. But uh, are, are these butter bean tuners, Richard? Well, you know, it's kind of confusing out there in the marketplace because some people refer to the more fluted ones as butter bean. But of course, a butter bean is is a, a kind of amorphous and looks like that. So you'll find people referring to those as butter bean. I should keep it simple. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's uh, I, I'm sure I'm going to get some reflections here, but just so people can kind of see the ooh la la. Yeah, that that redwood is gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. And I don't have too many instruments that are this fancy with such fancy inlay. I usually just have simpler stuff. I didn't even put a pick guard on the OM pre-war um, just because I liked the way it looked so much. But, um, you know, just people and I and I really like the script logo yeah. on headstock. And it's just Boy, that's a nice job. You do better than Vanna White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so Richard, can you tell us anything about that top? Where did the redwood come from, or is there any story behind that? Um, yeah, I will. I'm gonna, you know, I sound like a politician here. I'm gonna uh, take advantage to throw in some more information. Uh, the redwood is really in keeping with our ethos, uh, our values, our spirit, and that means 
every piece of wood we use, uh, we know where it comes from, and it would fall in the category of responsibly harvested. And in this case, uh, uh, it, it, you correct me if I'm wrong here, if, I, if I'm mixing up my stories, Adam, but that is from uh, the Klamath River, and it could be uh, from the dawn of time. It's a, a, a tree that would have uh, fallen, let's say, probably natural causes uh, and rolled into the river. Uh, and it would be what we would call sinker, except it happened long enough ago that whatever part of that river was finally meandered and that became mud, which finally turned into earth. And this was uh, dug up in an excavation. So redwood in itself is super durable, uh, uh, resistance to decay and uh, insect degradation. Uh, but also it was an anaerobic environment, meaning uh, that without oxygen, it didn't oxidize or decay. So uh, the benefit we get from that is obviously we're not cutting a living tree to get it. We get a great story and older wood sounds better than new wood simply because uh, the, all the resins of polymerized become like crystal. Uh, you get the advantage of an old guitar when you build with that as Adam just testified in the sound of this. So I love redwood, you guys know. It's, I love the environs, I love the tree. Uh, and, and it's almost separate. Uh, I divorced the living tree from the fact that we use the wood. Uh, I love redwood as a sound. And in, in uh, Adam's application as a player, uh, doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, finger style, uh, he's accentuating a lot of single notes and he, and he, the audience wants to hear separation between the notes and all the nuance he puts into it. So it's a great choice for, for his playing style. So, uh, also this redwood is, is one of my three loves that's in this guitar. Uh, the redwood, which I adore. Uh, the H13, which is my personal favorite model, which don't confuse that with uh, uh, quality. That's just my choice, the H13. And the model, the Happy Trom model is uh, another love of my life. Uh, Adam's darling father, Happy Trom. So you've got a nice triple whammy in that one. I do. Yeah. And the actually, one of the things I really like about this, I mean, it 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 sings when you're playing finger style like if you're doing like that that sort of is is its natural habitat in a way for me that's great <laughs> but, i didn't know you wrote that um, <laughs> um but it but it will totally take it'll totally take a pick like i've been doing some fiddle tunes with my buddy uh and you know it'll it totally works in that setting too you know so if you're doing like like it just really justice oh thank you <laughs> but it really just has a it 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 can do pretty much anything and it has a lot of headroom but just all those subtleties in there it'll it totally accentuates too so oh, thank you that makes I'm me just, I'm really happy this um, uh, uh instrument of, of course it's got a historical precedent uh uh gibson uh nick lucas model from the like late 20s early 30s and i don't know how much of their design was intentional and just 
what was happenstance. But what we've got is, is I wanted a guitar that really looked like a guitar, not like a squared off dreadnought or a squared off OM, but a really pretty uh, guitar. Uh, in uh, the 1930s, that was a big guitar. Today, we'd call it a small body, right? right. But to get it the volume that a modern player needs, uh, it, it, a small guitar it doesn't have quite the air volume to, to have that volume. So we made it deeper front to back, in essence, keeping the small body footprint, but adding air volume, which adds uh, overall uh, sound volume, and it, it also boosts the bass and the EQ. And it's sure. cute. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Um, Adam, I, I have to tell you that your body changes when you pick that guitar up. There is, there is truly something that happens to you when you pick that guitar up. I noticed that when we, before we got on, you picked it up and it was like, all of a sudden you were just like, oh yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, beautiful. It, your face changes. I mean, the whole thing, you look, you look thinner. It's great. You know, I mean, you go for it. This, this is, is a marketing. This is a great marketing tool, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, get I, I could use thirteen. You'll look thinner. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it's a. Uh, you can hear it. Yeah. But the first chord you played, there's just something that happened in your face when you heard it. I I, I can't explain it, but boy, it's evident to the world. Oh, I think he you. has more hair too. Yeah, yeah, it could more be. Hair up there, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, you can't really tell on camera, but you know, as as we get older, things start to. I, I don't have. Oh, you're the, you're blessed. You're you're fall. I don't have blessed. quite the I don't have quite the mane that I did, but it's still hanging tough. So I'll I'll take it. <laughs> as is said in so many places, all it takes is one more guitar to be happy. Absolutely. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> yeah, the next one. But uh, yeah, I know. You know, honestly, so um, Richard was amazing, and and I believe this, uh, the OM was was earmarked for someone else, and and you guys were willing to give it to me instead of someone else. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> the someone uh, else might listen to this. But yeah. It was, uh, you know, Adam was a god thing. Uh, you know, I think the world of you, uh, uh, you've spent your whole life, of course, not only admiring, but living in your father's shadow. And I see you as standalone, a brilliant lyricist and awesome songwriter. And, oh, uh, and it's always Great. a pleasure to be around you. And when you played that guitar and I saw the fit, um, all of the obligations vanished. And I went, OK, you got to have that. It fits for you. It's, um, you know, if I may, just to hear the sound difference, um, they, the two complement each other so beautifully. Um, you know, and this, like it just sort of has. You know, it's just got such a, um, such a nice voice but the two complement each other in such a in such a nice way like there's no kind of there's no kind of repetition between the two i don't think um, that's a wonderful testimonial to why nobody should stop at one guitar no and no one should stop at one santa cruz yeah. <laughs> preaching to the choir yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. 
So what a, um, what, a, what a treat and an honor to get to play these amazing instruments. I'm just uh, oh, likewise. Is that a Buck Owens uh, model on the couch? It is. Um, yeah. A friend of mine found this. Um, it's it's one of their Chinese models. A friend of mine found it at a at a little at a consignment store or something like that. And it doesn't sound great. It's just kind of like a plywood. It's unmistakable, though. I don't know when those first came out, but I, I uh, you know, I, I grew up about 80 miles from uh, Buck Owens and that whole scene. So I remember it well. But it's it's a it's a it's a neat little guitar just just because I love Buck Owens and and all those classic country guys and those <laughs> that's and, great and those baker that whole bakersfield sound is so great that you know it's cool to have that little memento of bakersfield have you uh have you recorded the ht yet uh i recorded it on on the lesson that is coming that's that's just about to go live uh the, the one we have yet to discuss the one that we have yet to discuss i played <laughs> both of the guitars um and and i and I'm sure more than once I raved about Santa Cruz and how lucky I am to have those instruments to play. So, um, you know, it's, uh, and it records just beautifully. Um, I haven't, I haven't done an actual sit down recording with it, but I I'm planning on it at some point. Be interesting to get them both in the studio and see how they see, see which mic sounds great with them, you know, and, uh, Oh yeah. And, and all that. We just had a um, we just did a, a a podcast with Brandon Lee Adams. Who's, uh, oh, nice! Yeah, who's a uh, uh, if he's if he doesn't have Tony's soul in him, I I, I have I have nothing. But uh, just the way that you guys approach recording and you know you're starting, it's not like you're starting from trying to make it sound good. You, right. you guys started at, at this level up here and the tweaks are so, so fine, but you really do hear that instrument. I mean, you can, I can, we can hear it over Zoom. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know? Yeah. Um, so speaking of, speaking of guitars, uh, Richard, I, so, you know, I was watching, I was watching something the other night and I saw Brad Paisley playing, I believe it was the Brad Paisley model. Yeah. What a coincidence. And, and I, uh, yeah, I know, shocking, right? But like, I immediately heard it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a Santa Cruz." Oh, that's like, a beautiful thing. Like, I just, I heard the, I heard the, like, the complexity and the, the tones, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 his Santa Cruz." Yeah, it comes over on an insurance commercial really well. Oh man, it Thank does. You it, for that. it just stands out. It's like there's this, it's like there's two speakers on the tv one of them is playing the guitar and the other one's playing the rest of the stuff but it's that's so, that's so heartwarming thank you so isolated it's so great it just 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 screams yeah well that this is adam's show but but you know of course i can't help myself here this is my job one of the uh, cool things that you just illustrated there it's actually a myth buster 
uh, some of the larger companies promote their instruments like, well, they're all different, but of course, uh, there's something for everybody, so there's no good or bad guitar. You know, you get the one you need. Uh, but the fallacy to that is there are a lot of personal choices in the guitar, like anything you can adjust on your sound system, EQ, volume, presence, tone. Uh, but there is a good sounding guitar versus a bad sounding guitar. And it's what you said, it's that part, articulation, uh, the quality of sound, the rich, full overtones and sustain, that's really our hallmark and we put extra effort to get that. Um, and I'm always just thrilled when somebody notices it. So thank you for that. Sure, yeah. So I, I would say the thing that that is most noticeable to me is in, in many brands, the, differentia the differentiation between the various models really is the price tag and, and not a lot else. Um, uh -huh. Whereas with Santa Cruz, you know, yeah, there are different prices, but it's because of the materials and, and the, the detail and every model has a really, I want to say unique, but a separate voice mm -hmm. um, that appeals to different styles of players or whatever. It's, it's, it's great. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. Can you, can you tell us anything about that mahogany? Do you remember anything about the mahogany on his guitar? On that sure. HD, on that HT, Richard. Did we tell you any story on that, Adam? No, I actually don't have the backstory, and I know. Uh, yeah, so I'd love to hear that. Yeah, we. Um. Uh. You know, I could tell you exactly uh, the story behind your guitar. Uh, but I'd, I'd rather be accurate and look that up because we're working out of a couple different sources right now. So if you don't mind a bit of a composite story here, sure. um, there's two things that make older mahogany, or let's just say old mahogany superior, um, is that, uh, uh, and it's illustrated by this, we, there's uh, um, <laughs> a weird, weird analogy, uh, we have a bench and somebody moves off to caretake a pyramid parent or go off on their own and they were tall and somebody short comes in and we cut the legs down so it's ergonomic and then somebody else comes back in that's taller and we block it up so it fits them and traditionally we would put a, a neck blank we have a block of uh, mahogany that will yield two necks and we inventory that and we got a lot so we use that to prop up the bench so in some cases they're there for you know years and years and years and recently we went through and pulled those out uh, and we were like amazed at the quality of the mahogany and it's only been maybe 15 years let's say uh, but trees that grow in natural environments at the pace that God intended are denser, uh, they're prettier to look at, and they're far superior tonally. Uh, as we get into the modern day where much of the wood's been harvested and we're looking at a second growth, uh, they're exposed to more sunshine, they grow a lot quicker, they grow less dense, they're lighter in color, and if I could make guitars only out of blocks that uh, held up old benches. That's what I do. But since that's limited, we uh, we look for sources of uh, uh, really reclamation or reuse. So uh, some of the great stories with our mahogany are ones that came from old inventories, uh, boat building, uh, furniture making, even guitar making. And uh, uh, right now I'm preparing a trip back east to reclaim this wood that's in the, I like to say the dungeon of a cathedral, uh, because 
it was, it's been there since the 19 teens when they uh, built all the bright work and altar and they stored all the wood in the basement. Uh, and uh, they called me up asking if I was interested or what to do with it. And that's a dream come true. That's wood is probably from the turn of the previous century. Uh, the quality is spectacular. And it, it goes, it not only goes with a great story, but it goes with a, a story of uh, responsible harvest and use, uh, uh, something that's been loved. And that's the kind of wood that belongs in your guitar. I'm going to say that uh, I'll find out and tell you personally exactly where yours came from, but it's going to be a similar story uh, yeah. that goes back at least through a generation or two and uh, should give you some, uh, should be heartwarming thinking about you now being the steward of this wood and making music out of it and changing the world. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, it's, I'm a firm believer in that we don't own instruments. We're just the, we're the temporary temporary caretakers when we've got, when we've got, when you've got a really fine legacy instrument like that, you know, like, like any, really any Santa Cruz, it's, you know, it's going to be passed down from generations and it's just going to be, it's one of those things that I think it's really, uh, we're, we're just, we're just the caretakers of things. That's beautiful. Thank you. And, That's inspiration. But, your comments, Richard, make me want to go check underneath my workbenches, but I have a <laughs> sneaky feeling all I'm going to find is some old pressure tree. To... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You can make our, a plywood. The... You can make a plywood top base. <laughs> the, the two sections of cork that were supposed to go on your fly rod handle, and you always yeah. wondered why it was so short. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, it's really been. A real pleasure to have Richard come in and 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 I don't want to say validate, but to put the maker and the and the player together is it's special. It's just special, and um, it's what we're about. We we really really this is the story that we want to share. You know, I mean, we're fortunate enough to know a little bit of the inside and the backstory and stuff like that. And, and we want to share that because it's it, it, pick up the guitar, Adam, and let's see how your body changes again. You know? there you <laughs> There's the reason right oh, there. there. There's the smile right there. There's the reason right there. Um, so, yeah. Richard. You can go hubbub and 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 dither around. I know you got about fourteen projects going on there today, and Adam's going to tell us about a new lesson that's coming out. And we really, really appreciate your time. Ah, beautifully. I'm going to go back to the Lutheran cacophony here, and uh, Adam, I love you. I'm so proud that you uh, uh, um, show us off. Uh, you know, while you, as I said, make the world a better place through your music. Keep it up. Uh, come visit. Um, or I'll come see you. And Richard and Ted, love Beautiful. you too. What a great service. All right, bye we'll bye talk soon. Thanks, bye Richard. Bye. Have a blast. Man. See you soon. Thank Thanks you for guys. coming on. Appreciate a few minutes of your day. You know, the, the thing that we should say is that probably every guitar that comes out of Santa Cruz would have a similar story, a similar background. Um, you know, and it, it would be wonderful if we could actually have Richard talk about each guitar with each player, but... 
you know, he doesn't make that many guitars, but it would be a lot of his time. Yeah. And, you know, getting a glimpse into the background, especially with somebody as special as Adam here, uh, and a model a guitar as special as HT13. And that was and, just wonderful. And I'll tell you, Adam, that, that Richard wanted to come on. That's he, that means the world he, to me. I, he, I just think he, yeah, so much he, he wanted he wanted to do it. We, we we gave him a pass on it, and and he said no. I'd really like to see Adam, and I'd really like that's, to be on with Adam. And that's, that's amazing. That that just made my day. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's the guy right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Yeah. What's new, Adam? Oh man, I've you know I'm I'm always I've always been one to you know never stop moving and. Um, and I decided to, so I've been doing a lot of work with Homespun in doing a lot of editing and doing some lessons for them. And it had been a while since I'd done a lesson and I've been, I was working on a really adventurous three part, three video lesson. It's about six hours worth of lessons. And just so I don't screw up the title, cause we just changed the title not too long ago. Um, it's going to be a three part lesson called mastering your scales. Adam Traum's zone method of fretboard navigation. And so basically uh, what the lesson covers, the first lesson covers six keys uh, in these like first five frets. And then we do about this little chunk of the neck. And then we, on the third lesson, we do this section of the neck and tie the whole neck together. So it's a really comprehensive meat and potatoes course on scale study. And um, I, I work in different positions and, you know, show how chords move. So like, for example, you know, in the first zone, I use this G chord, which is like an F shape moved up. And then the second zone, I, I do a G up here and then third zone up there. So it's really, uh, it's, it's a very comprehensive course on scale study. And I have play along tracks that I play along with that are all provided. And I have color coded tab on it um, where, um, so, you know, where I'm talking a little bit about modes and, you know, my favorite mode is Piala mode, but, um, but the, <laughs> but the, but really it talks about, you know, like really what a mode is being just, you know, going from the, so the first mode be first note to first note, like that octave, you know, second mode would be using, you know, just talking about how to use those. And it's not really mode centric, but, but basically like, so if you're playing a C scale in the key of G, which, which notes you have to watch out for is your landmines. You know, um, so it's it's a very user friendly course. It's got um, embedded tablature as I'm playing the scales, so people can see in real time what I'm doing. Um, and then on the play alongs, it's got all the chord changes, so people can do their own their own play along as as I'm doing it. And it's got downloadable uh, tracks to jam with and work on your stuff. So it's. It's a very, it's a very hands-on, nuts and bolts course that I hope does really well. Um, it was a lot of work and it was a real labor of love. But um, so, so Adam, what what level or or 
ability of player would you recommend this course to? The thing I really like about this course is that it can be anything from a rank beginner to an advanced play, someone who's been playing for years, but maybe wants just a little more in-depth knowledge of what they, what they're doing. Okay. That's uh, yeah, really. Uh, and, you know, and eventually assuming it does well, you know, maybe we'll turn it into a book as well, but, but right now I'm just, I'm delighted to have this video that's coming out and, um, <clears throat> And it just really, uh, I go into a lot of depth because I wanted people to really understand, get a more, a real comprehensive understanding of the fretboard. And it'll probably be a lot of work for a lot of people for a long time. And it's something people can probably revisit. And then like there are um, in the play along tracks, um, excuse the highway noise out there. Um, in the in the play along tracks there's um you know like i said there's you it actually has the chord changes and and then i sort of the sort of central theme of that i might be playing in one of my play alongs uh like say if it's a lick like this like something like that i'll i'll break i don't really go into great detail on those licks but i do sort of show some ideas and and say well when i did this this is what i did and you can you know so so the idea was not to just play the scale but to play the scale play the 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 chord shapes that the alternate chord voicings that go along with the scales but then also show how to apply them that all sounds good and then then you could have an extra credit session for people who have a cutaway absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if if you're familiar with the homespun library at all i i think i have probably 20 titles in my in my online library and it's such a great delivery method because i don't stick with one all the time it's like what do i want to learn what do i want to work on today and do i need to go back and work on this and i can see where this is I'm going to, you know, I, I can see where the, I really want to have this. I, and I can see where I really want to have this for slide. You know, if I'm playing, if I'm playing this in, if I'm playing slide in standard tuning, um, boy, how great to have this map. I yeah. mean, seriously. So it, 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 I, I only encourage it, the, the, the viewers, if you, if you haven't tuned into the homespun library yet, it's just massive and there's so much good stuff on there and collect them all, you know, because you really can't, you really can't make a mistake with something that's on there. And, and the teachers are, the teachers are players, yep. you know, the, the teachers aren't, it, it, it's not cut and dry. I mean, I, I'm studying mandolin with somebody right now and it's a little tough for me. I'm having a hard time with it because it's kind of very, very, very cut and dried. And I'd right. like to be able to, to move around a little bit more. So I go to the right. Norman Blake. I, I go to the Norman Blake mandolin homespun. And <laughs> I love that lesson. Oh, he's so great. Nor I, he should be a household name. I just, I love that guy's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I never, it's funny. You mentioned about the slide. I never really thought about that application for it, but it totally, it totally is a great application. 
Yeah, especially in 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 working it in thirds. Yeah, you know because. Well, you can just plant yourself in one in one part of the fretboard and 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 go, you know, without having to think about well, where's that G sharp? You know, I mean, yeah, it's right here, you know, and it's in this third section, or it's in this, and I can voice it like this. I I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, that's just especially standard tuning. Look out, yeah. Eric. Yeah, it's really cool, <laughs> and you know, and it's and like especially. You know, like using that A shape. Let me just—I'll grab a slide. I don't know how good this will sound, but, but yeah, like you're right. You know, so if there's, if there's a D shape in our middle, in our kind of middle zone here. You know, you could you could totally apply that lesson to that. Absolutely, very cool. Very yeah. cool. So I just, you know, it, it was a real labor of love, and it took a long time to put together. Um, and probably the most work I've done, but I figured I'd, I'd go big on this one and, and, you know, and figure that, you know, I'd let the chips fall where they may, because it's something I've been passionate about for a long time. And it's something I've been trying to teach my students when I work with them on this stuff. And, and, uh, and so ideally it, it gets through to people and they and we have a bunch of people who get to know the whole neck and learn some keys and and like I said we do six keys in it which is great so we do we start out in C we go to G, uh, C go to G we go to D we go to A go to E and then F so you know I didn't do any of the flat I didn't do any of the like G sharp or anything like that but you know just there wasn't enough time I didn't do 12 keys but uh, I think those six keys will give people enough information um, that that will help them ultimately. I just throw a capo on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as as Doc used to say, throw on the cheater. <laughs> well, I th I think that sounds fantastic, and and as I'm listening to it, I'm realizing that's exactly what I've been looking for. Um, so I think you got two sales right here now. So, uh, <laughs> but didn't you say at the beginning, it wasn't out quite yet? Um, of course, assuming um, that it's, we are recording this. We are a matter of, we are a matter of days away from an announcement. It might be, might be out today. Um, you can, you can still, you can find it on the homespun site, but, ah. but it's, it's just not live yet. We're just, we're just making sure everything's all good with it. I had to, um, there, there was something like, you know, 40 or 50 chapters in one of them. And so I just had to make sure all of the chapter titles were right. Just doing all the proofing and, and, and everything like that. So, um, but it's, it's as good as out. We're, we're waiting on, you know, on a couple well. of final covers. By the time this podcast is out and anybody is watching it or listening to it, it'll definitely be available. It sounds like so. Yeah, we might yeah, as well say it's available now. It's available now. You can buy it now. You you just can't watch it quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this or listening to this podcast, you can watch it now too. <laughs> yeah, you can watch it now too. <laughs> yeah, but it's I'm, I'm I have to say I'm really I'm proud of the work I did on it and um I'm I'm. It, it's visually, I think my, my favorite video, my, uh, if I, I would give a shout out to my good friend, Mike Lunabus, who is not only an amazing songwriter who I've co-written some, 
really good songs with, but he's a terrific photographer and he, and he invested a lot of time and effort and money into his studio where I've been shooting up here in Sonoma. And, and he did a fantastic job on the lighting. Um, and of course, these two instruments look amazing on camera, you know, it's, they're just, it, it looks like art on camera. And so, so I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the clarity, how it all looks and uh, the sound is really good. And my, my buddy, Josh Yanni, who I play with a lot, um, he, he helped with the backing tracks. Um, he, he worked with me on that. So it's definitely the, the, um, the success of the way the production values came out on this lesson, you know, I definitely didn't do alone. He, you know, they were, I got, I had some really good help. And, uh, of course my, my dad and, and mom and, and Susan at the home office always, you know, between helping with the copywriting and, and, you know, and being the executive producer is really like, you know, I couldn't have done it without them. So like any good project, you don't do something yourself. And, you know, there's always more than one person who, who is, who is, uh, involved in the success of something coming out well it's 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 a long way from the uh, cassette tape and mimeographed uh cheat sheet days a long way yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah mimeograph it's right up there with dither and hubba yes. <laughs> it's our words for the day the word of the day is Excellent. dither you know there was actually one question i forgot to ask you adam Yes. Did your dad sign the label on your guitar or do you have to take it back east to get that done? Um, let's see. <laughs> he hasn't checked. <laughs> it's on the his it's on the heads it's on the fretboard. He's Okay, he's okay. Fretboard, so Okay. Um yeah, my An abalone. Yeah. Again, again mentioning uh my buddy Josh, he he said when he played it, um, he's he's a vintage guitar collector, and he was like, "This is maybe the second best guitar I've ever played," and you know, the only other one being an actual Nick Lucas. Um, so you know, high praise. Um, and he goes, "You have to get that guitar. It literally has your name on it." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think we know a couple inlay artists that could probably do a little careful work on the neck there and change that to Adam. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I, I'm 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 perfectly happy with that. But maybe I'll have them do it on this one, and I can. Well, have it. Then it would be then it would be a hat guitar, an yeah, ACT. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's but, do you guys have any other questions about about the lessoner about and playing what i've been doing anything like that well i was going to ask do you have any uh, information about stuff that you're going to be doing up in the future i mean assuming people are listening to this podcast you know later this year uh do you have any plans for yeah I'm, you know i'm i'm playing like my first out of town set of shows i'm playing at the woodstock invitational luthier showcase in october my first time there i was supposed to do it during the pen and then the pandemic hit and Baker Rorick uh, has is having me play two nights uh, or two two sets uh, and a workshop. 
I'm doing a workshop with my dad um, on two guitar jamming and we're playing a set on Saturday of the festival and uh, and I'm he was nice enough to invite me to like a, a musicians in the round as sort of a welcome concert on Thursday night of the show so so I'm really excited about that. Um, and you know i've I've been putting a lot of time into a bunch of different including this project and um i've in uh i've i'm in the process of getting my uh a music placement publishing company up to put all, all put together it's called merlo publishing um I, it, having just done a trade a registered trademark holy cow what a bunch of work yeah, so that's getting getting my registered trademark done. I'm I'm getting my website built now. I've I've signed a few I've signed a few really terrific people, including um, Christy McCarthy, who's a great Santa Cruz artist uh, or Santa Cruz County artist, um, and and I'm delighted to have her on board. My my old friend and bandmate from back in Georgia, Javier Matos, is he he's probably going to be coming on board. I'm going to be handling my dad's rate, uh, latest release, this one. I don't know if you, if you guys have seen it, but. Guitar oh, looks uh, familiar. Yeah, it. it's, it's called There's a Bright Side. I I would argue that it's maybe one of his best records. Still, he's it's he's continues to be an inspiration. He, he just, um, he's, I think, is he 84 now or something? Something like that. Um, and he just keeps getting better as a player and just never stops moving. And, um, and, and so that's been a real inspiration to me. And, um, so, so that's been, that's been really fun is just, you know, seeing him do continue to thrive and, you know, gives me hope that my hands will hold out if, if genetics or any kind of, um, indication. <laughs> so hopefully I can be getting better when I'm, when I, if if I'm lucky enough to to make it out into my 80s and you know be be continuing to get out and play, it's a beautifully recorded record. Um, it it really you really feel like you're sitting across the the room from them, and I've listened to it in a lot of different environments, and it's yeah. uh, it holds up in the car and it holds up on on my monitors and it holds up on my computer and it it's just really really well done and there's a lot of pretty interesting names on there as well oh yeah i i, I was lucky enough to play on one track um oh, that. I, played, I played my old national steel guitar for a track he said can you do something that sort of is reminiscent of rye cooter and i said yeah sure and so i laid down i sort of did my best to channel rye who's you know big big shoes to fill there but rye is you know i so i just kind of said what would rye do and you know and which is which is what really any of us should say when we're playing guitar. What would Rye do? <laughs> what would our inspirations do? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's and um, yeah, so that's uh, so that's been happening in my in my personal life. I um, I I got my I recently got my Taekwondo black belt. Wow, which was Impressive. so. I've been I've been teaching at uh, a Taekwondo school here in Sonoma uh, a few days a week for me and my son's tuition. My son 
as a second degree, degree black belt. And I, I kind of started after him during the pandemic, we found a great school that, uh, that we were doing online lessons with, and then they opened up um, at a yoga studio and then they moved to their own building. And so I'm really, you know, it's, it's nice to have a little bit of balance in my life. And so in addition to still being an avid swimmer, I get to, I get to do Taekwondo a few days, like four days a week or something. So that's been, that's, and it's, it was a real, it was a really cool thing to get to test and, you know, be able to say, Hey, a middle-aged guy can, can still go out and, and, you know, learn new things and do new things. You, you, uh, you, you give me hope. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I wish I were middle-aged. That would yeah, give me, me, hope. me too. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm creeping up. I'm not being middle-aged. I'm creeping up on just being old. The AARP has been getting on my case saying, don't you want to join? No, it's, it's, it's funny. You turn 50. <laughs> the second you turn 50, the AARP is like on you. Yeah. 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 It's wait till you turn 70. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course now, of course now I'm shopping at the local markets on Tuesday because I get a discount because I'm old. Yep. <laughs> it's called we, we call it a wisdom discount. Oh yes, the wisdom discount. It's not it's not a uh, it's not an old not an old guy's discount, it's a wisdom discount now. I'm for that. I, I, I am I just want to. I just want to get the new lesson. I, I. I don't want to think about anything else here. I just want to get my my teeth into that for for a couple of days and see how that's going. It's brilliant idea. Yeah. How no long? Things. How did you did you script it out, or did you just kind of as you were doing it, kind of went, oh, that's the next step. I mean, with something this big, it, it sounds like you'd almost have to script it. I didn't have an actual script, um, but I had, I did a lot of planning and put in a lot of work and, and worked off my tablature and, and did a lot of, did a lot of off camera rehearsing to, to really make sure that things were very clear and that, that I didn't start ambling on and taking some detour, um, that was going to distract people. Um, I was very, I was really focused about what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to accomplish with the, with the lesson. And I, and I knew that it was important to be really clear and, and really focused on what I was doing because it's such a, it's such an intensive subject and, and like when you're changing keys. So like, say for example, when I went from C to G, like, changing keys and making sure that like you were hitting the right accidentals and stuff like that like it took a lot a lot of focus and um the editing process was pretty heavy um with my play alongs i wanted to make sure i had good solid ideas kind of developed beforehand um and um and i spent a lot of time just really making sure that my chops were in shape because it is it was was actually a very physically demanding and mentally demanding shoot because you know I was putting in long days and 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 making sure that you know everything was really clear and correct and and you know doing three lessons uh, a three lesson set you can't just sit down and do it in a day I did it I shot it over the course of about a week so 
I had to do my best to sort of make sure my continuity was there and, you know, and it's not a hundred percent there, but it's there enough. I think that it won't so, be an issue. So give people a quick idea. How many hours would you say you spent preparing to do the video? How many hours of video did you shoot to get edited down to what ultimately became the lesson? I mean, give people an idea of just how much work these lessons are. I probably all told have hundreds of hours into this lesson. Um, you know, between working on the play along tracks, working on the tablature, which I did, um, doing sort of my, my rehearsals, my, you know, off camera rehearsals. Um, and then shooting it was probably, was probably, you know, 15 hours of shooting you know, between breaks and starts and stops. And then, and then the editing itself was, was very labor intensive. So I put most lessons that I shoot, you know, I sort of will play a couple songs and, you know, tab out the tab out the little solos or whatever, or we'll send them off to have them transcribed if they're more detailed. Um, but this one, I really, I knew it was going to be a big job. I knew it was going to be intensive. I knew at some point I was going to be kicking myself for taking it on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like I said, I think, I think all the hard work really paid off when I was, when I was looking at, at the six hours worth of lessons, roughly six hours, give or take of lessons and, and seeing how, how great it looked to me, how clear it was, the quality of the sound, um, you know, the clarity of the lesson. So all the hard work was worth it, but, but it was, uh, this particular lesson was a massive amount of work to, to really have it turn out the way I wanted to. I think that's the part that a lot of people don't understand is just how much work you put in, um, as a teacher, as, as a video artist, as an editor, as, as everything else in order to create what ends up looking like a very simple, you know, production. Here's how to play guitar. Yeah. Um, but it's never that simple and never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always, there's always a glitch or like you, um, like we just, as an example, I thought it was a really good decision. My folks were, were talking about the color coding system and I had one set of colors for my notes for my tablature. And they were like, well, I don't think, I don't think you can see it as well. And so I ended up, um, I sort of took this deep breath and went, uh, really? And then, but then I, I, I thought it was then looking at the point, I realized that it was actually a really good suggestion. And I think it will be, and the, the different colors that I, I came up with, I think will really made a big difference. And, and so it was, and so I think it was worth it, you know, so it was, it was things like that where, you know, we really wanted to make it right and do it correctly. And, and I think, and I feel like that that's the, a big part of the end product was just the fact that we did it. We really did it right. You kind of hate it when your folks have this idea that has to alter everything that you've been working on. And then you have to admit 
oh damn they're right (laughs) (laughs) is there a tab program that uh tab creation program that you use or yeah i i do this great i believe it's a hal leonard product it's called note flight and it's great because i can do it i it's all i have all my files online yeah it's all i guess cloud-based or something um so so like i can literally go in and just adjust things and save it and you know with my students um you know one of my students i recently taught a um a song by um oh shoot totally drawn of course i'm drawing a blank on on the track now um it's a a a track a track called Redbone that uh, was done by donald glover um and and so I was able to, with this track, to like, so to to tab out my my the lead line, like it has this lead line that goes something. Like... So it's it's got that line. So I like I'm able now to just it lives there on Note Flight, and I can just print it out whenever I want for if a student is learning that song. Wow. Um, you cool. know, and and you know I can do the same thing with scales. Uh, the, so there's it's it's a nice tab program. Um, I'm not bagging on the program because it's it's very user friendly, but you know there are, there are some limitations with it as well, like with anything, you know. So um, so it's I I'm obviously happy with the program, but if there's any like real encoding or transcribing to do. Um, you know, I would think a, a program like Finale is going to be a little bit more in depth. But for my, for my, um, just basic use, the Note Flight is really good. You're and playing a guitar, not an orchestra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I think that's been great uh, hearing about all this and talking with you. I, I look forward to actually getting together with you sometime up in Sonoma. Maybe we can get Richard up there too. Both Richards. Let's do it, man. Let's have lunch in Sonoma. Or I'll meet you guys halfway. We'll meet in, uh, you know, Larkspur or something. Okay. We can, we'll we see can, what we can put together. Um, we, can, we can attack. We can, we can, we can make an invasion of Schoenberg's guitar store or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take, you can take your HT13 in and make everybody rethink that vintage that they were looking at. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, people, um, it's not for sale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I think we want to tell everybody that there will be uh, a number of links uh, in the SCGCPF, that's the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum um, website, to everything that Adam's talked about. Um, and of course, you can get more information on the HT13 at the Santa Cruz Guitar Company website. Um, we want to thank, uh, Richard Hoover, who is no longer with us in this podcast, but we were very glad to have him show up at the beginning. We especially want to thank Adam for giving us a heads up on, uh, these lessons that he's putting out. I'm excited. Um, I'm, it literally sounds like exactly what I've been looking for. Um, so my wife will have to put up with lots more of my sitting in the living room playing guitar. Um, makes me happy. I do I do my best to 
to annoy wives and husbands. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on you guys. I really, I really appreciate you making some time for me and, and helping get the word out and, and just serving the, the guitar community in general. It's a, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a wonderful service that you guys provide for people. So thanks. You know, every every one of them, you're welcome. And every one of them is special. We just try to go into it with an open mind. Yeah, you know, absolutely. we try to go into it without really a big a big bunch of prep. And and it, we find some rabbit holes sometimes, yeah. sure. But uh, God, it was great to have Richard on today. Um, oh, what a treat. It just, um, like I said, totally made my day. I, I love that guy. He's amazing. Yeah, we're probably the exact opposite of a homespun lesson, aren't we? We're just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're... We're just loose and goose and, and, and let's see where it goes. You know, let's see what happens here. Hey, man, works for me. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, thank you, you guys. So Have much. a great All one. Right. You too. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar. <laughs>